Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Drop Bear Gaming Podcast! Yay! Yes, everybody's excited. Matt and I are here. Always happens. We should just reuse the pre-recorded one from another episode every time. And just start talking. The cheer. Yeah. We could just include that little cheer yeah. just randomly mm-hmm. throughout the episode. That's a good idea. Yeah. Well, we'll get on to the editor. <laughs> see what can happen. Uh, I think he's uh, incommunicado. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is our um, first episode of 2019. Yay! So we're doing an episode Yay. about 2019. <laughs> right, so I just there, I just included that cheer. Yeah, to so. fuck the editor. <laughs> we could go manual. Oh no, sorry, I left the gap there so the editor could put the cheer in. Oh, of course. That's why I was silent for that little bit there. Oh. <laughs> I'm confused already. <laughs> Same. <laughs> so, we've so been doing this for yes. like a fucking... This eight is years. our eighth year. I think we started in 2011, I think. Um, would have been around then. That was the year of the uh, floods. So yeah. was it then? Yeah, it was. We started like the 1st of January. Yeah, and then the floods came. Because oh. and... the floods the... were like yesterday, eight years ago. Yeah, I remember we talked about it on the, the, on the podcast. 10 and 11 or something? I don't know. All right. Well, we're going to move on. That was a bad day. So... <laughs> We'll go to better days, and Rip. hopefully this year has a few of them. So we're going to talk about the games that we are the most excited about releasing and possibly releasing and hopefully releasing. How's Correct. that? Cool. All right, so we've made a bit of a list of some games that we are looking forward to, so I think we should start with, before we get on to that, start with what we've been doing since our last episode, our game of the year. Yeah, I've been... Um... <laughs> Waiting for my wife, my lovely wife, to have a baby. So if this podcast ends abruptly... <laughs> With Matt because, goes, holy fuck! <laughs> it's because I got a call or a text message and I need to go. Yes. So, yeah. Um, apart from that, just ch- chilling. I finished Red Dead Redemption finally over nice. my Christmas break. And I've de- I deleted it this morning, actually. I left it on my PlayStation in wow. case I wanted to play the online. But or no. if I wanted to try and 100% the game. Yeah. But it's like 105 gig. Yeah, it's huge. And I don't think I'm going to go back to well, it anytime they've soon. Well, they've just released the beta for the um, kind of uh, Battle Royale uh, online yeah. part of it. Um, Gun Rush. Yes. I think is what it is. I think so. I didn't really... I just saw that Gun Rush was added and I don't know what any of that means. And no. then I was like, you know what? I haven't played no. online since last year and I don't see Not myself really playing interested. it so I thought yeah. I'm just going to delete it I know I've, I've looked at it a few times and gone well the unfortunate part of Red Dead Redemption for me is that it seems to have pretty much wrecked every other computer game for me that I've <laughs> played since or even thought to play since except for Overwatch because it's a very different kind yeah, of game yeah kind of um, The I felt that way before I started playing other games I was just like for a start, it took me two months to finish Red Dead. Yeah. And by the time I finished it, I just felt fatigued with gaming. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, it felt like it was never going to fucking end. Yeah, and then I got to true. the end and I was like, eh. Thank God. That was all right. Yeah. I'm just more happy that I'm finished it. Yeah. Particularly the epilogue stuff. I didn't mind it 
mm. as like an extension of the game. But really, as soon as the main story finished, I was like, well, that's yeah. Red Dead Redemption finished, 2 yeah. done for me. Exactly. Me and too. the epilogue is just kind of like, it's almost a bridge to the original game yeah. to try and like tee you up on mm-hmm. how that played out. And I didn't mind it, like the cabin, building the cabin and all that kind of stuff. It kind of felt like almost satirical, like because mm-hmm. it had that kind of fun loving music behind it yeah. while you're like hammering nails and shit and almost like a montage you'd like an interactive montage of building the house and I was just like yeah that's pretty funny yeah it's pretty but, needed in a game these days yeah. yeah but I also just I got to the end of it and I played for maybe a couple of days more after I finished the epilogues so I was like yeah. oh, I'll go do some other side stuff and then mm-hmm. I just was like nah yeah because it unlocks the whole bottom of the map when mm-hmm. you finish the game yeah and then I thought, oh, cool, so there must be more stuff to do there. But combine this whole new area that's just a shitty-looking desert area where you have that slow-moving, having-to-ride-everywhere bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just like, this is even more dull yeah. than the whole rest of it. So I started doing more shit back up in the area mm-hmm. I'd done, and then I was like, I can't be bothered with yeah. this. No, I'm the same. When I finished it, I tried another game, which I'll talk about in a minute. Um and I was kind of disappointed with it. Um, the other game. Yeah. And then just went different style of game, different gameplay, but way worse when it comes to graphics and yeah. you know, the audio is not as good and there's just it's just buggy compared and it pisses me off. You know, yeah. When you go from a game as polished and mm. as beautiful and rich in environment and all that kind of shit as Red yeah. Dead... Good voice acting, good yeah. like animations, everything. Great interactions with characters, like the whole lot was there. The world being alive. Yeah. Now this other game just has kind you of annoyed well me. Talk about it. Um, it's um, Just Cause Four. Yeah. And as soon as I put it in, I just I felt ripped off that I'd paid money for this game that's <laughs> fucking eight years old. You know? It is quite a stark difference to. Um, to Red Dead Redemption and it sure. has its points you know it does yeah. have its like its difference of gameplay is so different that yeah. it's you know it's its own game yeah but they haven't really done anything since 3 yeah to make any I difference I started to the playing game. it as well and um, at first I was like yeah take the graphics with a grain of salt because the Just Cause games are about the systems in the game rather mm. than, like, it's nice to have a nice looking game. And there's some parts of it that are, like, pretty nice looking. Oh, yeah. But, no doubt. The main thing for me with Just Cause 4 is that it just seems like, because the whole thing about Just Cause is about just causing chaos. Chaos yeah. and just blowing shit up and mm-hmm. fucking doing the craziest shit, like tethering a jet to a man so yeah, as the jet exactly. flies over it, drags this fucking dude away. And they put in some new systems, like there's the balloons that you can stick to yeah, people. Yeah, which is pretty fun. And I was enjoying showing the kids <laughs> putting a balloon on a guy, so he goes right up in the air, and then when it peaks, it starts to drop again. Yeah. So just when it hits the peak, I shot the balloon, <laughs> and the guy would fall and bounce on the ground, oh. and like, boink, and bounce back up again. Oh, the kids would love that. <laughs> and I was like, great parenting. It. They're like, you killed him. I'm like, no. No. He's just unconscious. He's sleeping. <laughs> so, but wow. that kind of stuff's really fun. And like, you can shoot like 10 of those balloons onto a tank, and it just drifts up into the air. Yeah. But on the flip side, it seems like a lot of stuff is locked out to me. And 
that's pretty standard in a lot of games and it actually really pisses me off in open mm. world games because yeah. the whole point is you have this open world game sandbox where you can just do whatever you want mm. but I found myself like to be fair I didn't play that far into it and I know from Just Cause 3 I got a bit in and then went and did fucking everything around yeah. the world and then I realized every story mission I did was unlocking a new skill or ability mm-hmm. so it's almost like an extended tutorial and Just Cause 4 seems to repeat that, but it's it seems worse. Like, mm-hmm. it seems more focused on the story when yeah. I don't give a fuck about the story. I just want to blow shit up. Mm-hmm. And if I leave the story early on and try to do other stuff, I'm constantly running out of ammo. Yeah. And um, I can't... Like, the systems have changed a lot from the last game. So, mm. you know, I don't know. It just doesn't seem as fun. And there was moments where I was just wreaking havoc and I was like this is fucking awesome and then I'd run out of bullets and I was like well great now I've got to go and punch a dude to get his gun and then it's you can't have this like the free flowing chaos Mm -hmm. but to be fair when I played Just Cause 3 I waited until all the DLC came out and so I had the there's a wingsuit that has guns attached to it Mm -hmm. and um, rockets so you can just wingsuit all around, around yeah. and shoot the shit out of everyone mm-hmm. from your fucking wingsuit which is yep. awesome fun mm. they have that in this one but it's like $14 to fucking buy yeah. it that'd be right which is ridiculous so mm. yeah I'll probably give Just Cause 4 a bit more of a go but yeah I'm definitely not liking it as much as Just yeah. Cause 3 it feels well, like they went a bit backwards my big problem was and I, I actually found this with Just Cause 3 there doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason for anything you're doing all the way through the game. Yeah. And to me, although it's fun to do all that kind of stuff, there needs to be a reason for me to want to go and play this. Yeah. Like, I swear, and maybe I'm crazy, but I swear to God, the main character's voice in this yeah. is the capoeira dude from Bob's Burgers. It no sounds idea. exactly the same. Yeah. You have to, like listen to I love Bob's Burgers and there's in episode like four of the first season there's a guy that opens up a capoeira um, you know karate place the defense you know school and the shit that the guy says in this game sounds exactly the same yeah same tone almost same everything about him like I could swear to god it's the same dude yeah and it kind of annoys me because (laughs) every time I hear him talk I go straight to Bob's Burgers. Yeah. And Bob's Burgers is a, you know, it's, it's cartoon very similar to like the graphic style of Simpsons. Yeah. And in some of the scenes, I could swear to God that those graphics are better than this game. You know, <laughs> there's one cut scene right at the start where there's a guy standing in front of a screen and he's, you know, giving orders to a girl behind him. Yeah. And it is the worst fucking animation I've seen in a game <laughs> for a long time. Yeah. And I was like, this is half an hour after I, you know, put down, um, God, uh, not God of War, Red, uh, Dead. Red Dead. Yeah. I put that down and I'm like, all right, I need to move on. I have to go play something else. Cause with Red Dead, I did the same thing as you. I played it, finished the story, finished the epilogue, then went and just went, okay, now I'm going to look up on the internet where all of the dinosaur bones are. I'm yeah. just going to go and collect those. And then I'm going to go and do this. And that. I yeah. got about five dinosaur bones in and just went, fuck this like yeah. it's it's monotonous and when you don't have any driver of a story yeah there was no point to it anymore yeah. 
And See, I'm more of a completionist. Yeah. And that's why Just Cause 3, I like. I don't mind the story being kind of weak in those games because I'm more driven to just unlock everything, which is yeah. like how I'm playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey at the moment. Like, mm-hmm. I gave Corey, my mate Corey, a copy, and he's already finished the story. Yeah. He played through Origins and then Odyssey in the time that it took me to beat fucking Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> yeah. And... I was talking to him about it the other day and he just played through the story mm-hmm. of Odyssey and he has all this other shit. Yeah. And the way I played it was I played through the story to a certain bit and then I just, like, every area is split up into, like, sections on the map. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just going from section to section, doing all of the stuff in that area, finding all the yeah. collectibles, clearing all the areas, move to the next one. And there's like 50 fucking zones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but the good thing is it's it's sectioned in that way. Yeah. So you can go and clear a section. Yeah. Red Dead Redemption, it's the whole world. Yeah. You know, you. I mean, yes, there are like large state kind of area yeah. zones kind of thing. There's a map online. Small. Yeah, there's an interactive map online that you can go to called rdrmap.com or something like that or mm-hmm. rdr2map.com. And it has a filter system so you can select dinosaur bones and it brings up where all the dinosaur bones and you can tick them off as you go oh nice and so but you can unless you pay for premium you can only have two things getting ticked off at the same time so if you go show dinosaur bones show legendary animals show legendary fish yeah if you start ticking off bones and animals it won't let you tick off the fish one okay but you can just do the ones that you need and then Read un like untick yeah. them all and, and start on the next lot. Yeah. So I've already found all the dinosaur bones in Red Dead. Yeah, and the I gotta say the cutscene at the end of that quest, probs not worth the effort <laughs> of finding all the fucking bones. It's funny, but you're like fuck, man, because it's mm-hmm. massive. Yeah, but it is. There's something else. Oh, the dream catchers. I got all the dream oh, yeah. catchers. Yeah. But then I was going through all the legendary animals, and I was just like, oh, fuck this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah, there's a lot less, um, it's a lot, I don't know what the fucking word is. You're like, it's more spread out. Everything's spread Spots. out. It's like, that's the good thing about Just Cause as well. It's all in sections. So yeah. you clear an area and then you move on to the next, mm-hmm. which is another weird thing in Just Cause 4, the way that they do that with like sending squads to take territories and yeah. shit. Yeah. It just seems really unwieldy mm-hmm. like it forces you to do story missions yeah, yeah like oh you can't progress into this area with your armies until you've done this side quest or yeah. this story quest and it's like mate just let me go in and fucking kill everyone yeah, and blow exactly. everything up yeah. I don't want to do your fucking mm. forced side story well, quest well that, that was one of the other things that kind of annoyed me a little bit about it was that there are infinite like respawning enemies yeah constantly you know like if you go in and pretty much every time you load you load into the last area you were but in some random spot yeah and just around the corner there's like this epic war being fought between like rebels and two rebels and like 50 tanks and fucking helicopters that are just shooting like constantly yeah and you can go in there and kill these dudes but within 10 seconds, everyone's back again and you've got more tanks. And then I'm, I'm playing this game just going, fuck, I've probably killed like mm. 100,000 of these dudes and like blown up 10,000 tanks. And how much fucking money has this dude got? Yeah. He's running this it's, little it's island. It's kind of like you know? getting six stars on GTA and you're just like, 
but it's like instantaneous yeah. six stars. Yeah, so you, right. you kill a bunch of dudes and then there's just swarms of more dudes yeah. coming at you. Mm-hmm. And you're like, fuck, I just want to go somewhere else I just yeah. wanted to do this thing and then fuck off yeah and you can't yeah, yeah. So and then you run out of ammo and it's a shit show yeah so. and there's like constantly guys with the sniper rifles and then there's the rocket dudes that have yeah. the green sights and you know you, you're thinking fucking hell like give me a break I either have yeah. to fuck off and go somewhere else for this to stop yeah because I can't finish it. You know, there is no end to this tiny little street yeah. war that's going on because you keep sending a hundred dudes after me and it just, I don't know. I tried it a couple of times just going, they have to finish soon. Yeah. But they don't. They just consistently come yeah. and get more and more and more and more. Which, and that annoys me a bit. Yeah. I mean, it's like, there's a there's like one way that that's fun and that's where, oh cool, I'm just going to go and try and kill as many fucking people as possible. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, if you're like, I want to do something and then go do something else and then mm. go do something else, yeah. and it really, it's restrictive. Mm. So I've put down Just Cause 4 for a little while and yeah. I'm, I'm going to go back to it and try to go through some story missions to unlock more shit yeah. because it'll really open up the further mm. I get into the game. Well, I've, sure. I've done, I've probably opened up nearly half the map now. Oh, so yeah. I've done a fair bit of it. I've mm. played it for... Probably twenty twenty five hours, I think. I'm nowhere near that, and it it still has no no reason to go back. Yeah. There's no point to it as yet, and the acting's really bad. And every time that there's a cutscene, I lose interest, so mm. I'm not even invested in it at all. And that's really annoying me because there is part of it that part of me that really wants to play it and really yeah. wants to go and finish it. Because there is those moments where you get like into a base and you start blowing shit up and you're like Mm. fucking connecting grappling hooking a guy to a fucking fuel tank and then blowing it up and shit like that where it's just super fun like Mm. fucking crazy fun and then yeah there's other parts that you're just like this is a bucket of shit it's ruining it yeah and like the motivation for the whole squad thing like I've watched the beginning and the chick's like you need help. You can't, like, the first cutscene. Yeah. He's like, I can go do this. And I'm like, I played Just Cause 3. I defeated everyone by yeah, myself. Exactly. It's fine. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, this is different. You need help. And he's like, nah. And then he goes and he gets fucked up. And she's like, I told you. Yeah. He's like, well, I guess I need help. It's like, fuck off, mate. You're Rico Rodriguez. You don't need exactly. anyone. You can fucking kill everyone. Like, the Just Cause 3, you had help. Mm. But mostly I was just using them to just... Del- airdrop me weapons yeah, and vehicles exactly. yeah. and then you can mm-hmm. just leave yeah. get out of the way because That's I'm right. going to fucking mow down everyone here <laughs> exactly. unless you want to die too <laughs> and then so the motivations just seem really weird because he's like okay yeah I guess I yeah. need help yeah I'm I getting better, old I can't fucking take over these areas without these fucking little useless and lemmings the friggin civilians just all of a sudden are like master strategists <laughs> the dude at the beginning who's like a douchebag yeah. jock looking dude and then all of a sudden he's like you know we need to stop this ammunition delivery over here and weapons over here and the weapons factory oh we need weapons for our army yeah. so just go and turn the generator on and it will automatically make yeah. all the guns we need exactly <laughs> just immediately or the enemy's coming we need to start that factory so we can fight them it's like mate guns don't just like it's not I don't even know. It's not yeah. two-minute noodles. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, 
Anyway, that that's just cool. And rare resource. You need like materials to make weapons. You can't just press a button and it magically creates a gun. Well, you can there. Yeah. yeah. So. So they're all right. I don't know. I'd probably give it like a three. Yeah. At this point, I'd I'm even. Yeah, three's probably about as high as I'd go. I was thinking yeah. two and a half, and I was struggling with that because, you know, like I said, I, I there is a part of me that really wants to play it. So there's something drawing me to it. Yeah. But to there be is honest, fun stuff. I've I've kind of put that down and started playing um, uh, Shadow of Lara Croft or whatever. Tomb Raider, Tomb yeah. Raider. I've been thinking about getting into that yeah. too because it's been sitting on the PSN account yeah. for a while. And I started playing that and it's pretty good. Yeah. But it, it doesn't even seem as good as the last one. Mm. The last one was epic and it was really good and there was something... I don't know, you felt more of a part of it this one actually makes you feel like you've taken a step back and you're just controlling her doing shit for no reason yeah um i i don't know what it is that's doing that but and I, there's also no no real fighting either like i've played a fair bit of that game mm. um not a hell of a lot but i i think at this point i've fought a tiger yeah or something like that like there's one one section where you're kind of stuck in this little dugout pit for a, a some kind of a tiger and it just keeps kicking your ass until you beat it yeah um and i don't get it why you know like <laughs> the last one that she came across she killed it in one second yeah it came and attacked her and she stabbed it in the neck and it died <laughs> and then in this one it just keeps coming and coming and coming and you shoot it with arrows yeah that's annoying stabbing at it and you know eventually you do kill it of course but there doesn't seem to be a lot of reason for it and then yeah. as soon as that happens you're like because you get locked in there like there's a like this thing you lift up and then all of a sudden as soon as you get in there it collapses and yeah. your mate's stuck on the other side and then it's a Luke Skywalker Return of the Jedi yeah that pretty much monster thing yeah and then you go over when it's finished and you're like, oh, that was crazy. And then like you kind of just reach down and pick up this whole mountain and the <laughs> dude just crawls back in and goes, are you okay? It's like, fuck off. Like, it, there's something weird about it. It just seems like it's... You know how they've brought out a couple of the um, like multiplayer kind of... Not lesser games, but different kind of games like top-down view um, oh, yeah, Tomb Raider like games? Tomb Raider, um, Lara Croft Go or whatever Osiris. it was. Yeah, Something like Temple that. of Osiris. Yeah, the um, yeah, the up to four player ones. Yeah, yeah. I really liked the Go one that was. Yeah, like, that they was had good. Hitman Go and then Lara Croft and then Lara Go. Croft I think Go yeah. They were really fucking fun. They were good games. Yeah, very different from what I expected them to be. Yeah, and they turned out to be quite good. Well, with this, it kind of seems like there is that just I don't know weirdness about it that it's not the same as the last Lara. Maybe twenty eighteen so. just ruined us for open world yeah, story based potentially games. well because this one is very on rails too yeah. like I know a lot of them are like you have to go and do the certain things section to get section there. kind of like Uncharted yeah but even Uncharted tried to be a bit more open world in the last one yeah in the last two that uh, Lost Legacy was that the one with the chicks yes Yes, and then Uncharted 4 and where they 4. had Madagascar or whatever where you got that open that little section that was an open world yeah. area yeah but yeah in this it just I don't know there's it's very limited and there doesn't seem to be even a lot of puzzling to it yeah um, it's just get from here to here 
and there's not a lot of stuff in the way that's stopping you. Yeah. Um, certainly not really any bad guys up to the point where I'm at. But saying that, I think I've just got to a point where I picked up my first weapons. Nice. Like actual weapons, not just a um, bow and arrow. So maybe so that's about start, to change, which yeah. would be good. You can yeah. start having to kill 50 dudes. Yeah. And just nice. get shot 20 times, but be okay. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Just yeah. wait behind a rock for a minute, <laughs> and then I'm okay again. Yeah. yeah 100%. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I need to... I've been thinking about playing Tomb Raider, but I've still got to finish, like I said, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I'm still going bit by bit through that. Mm-hmm. Again... I was kind of put off after finishing Red Dead because it's another open world game. Yeah. And I was just like, fuck. But it's still good. Mm. It's, a, it's a fun game to play, so yeah. you know, I'll get through it. Yeah. Um, another game that I played, I got for Christmas, Super Smash Brothers on the Switch. Yeah, nice. And yeah. I've been playing through that. It's got a single player mode called World of Light where the, the trailer for the game showed these floating mysterious hands come along and basically captured all of the all the characters from the game, and the the cutscene shows them all like we need to fight them, don't let any through, and they all get captured except oh. for Kirby who escapes. And so you start playing as Kirby. Those bananas. No. <laughs> you start as Kirby, and it's this like massive map. That was Herbie. Goes bananas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And you slowly you, you go from like point to point doing these smash battles that are the same as normal Super Smash Brothers battles. Okay. But it's you against one or two or whatever characters. And as you're going through, you're trying to I guess unlock the map and get to this point where you can fight the mini boss and then it's pretty it's a pretty good campaign for how a fighting game should be because it's mm-hmm. like a classic fighting game. Like yeah. Mortal Kombat's story mode was just fight after fight after yeah, fight, same yeah. as Injustice, which is fine because that's what they are. Yeah, they're not trying to be anything else. Yeah, and um, Super Smash Brothers is cool because it has this spirit system. So each fight you can sort of complement your character using spirits. So there's Sounds three... like a cool drinking game. Yeah. <laughs> there's three different ones. Uh, I think it's Shield attack and something else I don't know there's like it's green blue and red okay. and each color affects another one so it's like a triangle so you can't green beats red maximum. red beats green green beats blue or whatever the fuck yeah um, and then so all of the spirits are all characters from games that aren't the playable characters so there's a whole shitload of nostalgia factor to it there's wow. like classic Donkey Kong and all these other side characters that you don't get to play as, but you see them. Like, what, I got one the other day that was a fucking Nintendogs Golden Retriever. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, you see yeah. that. Yeah. And um, actually, I was playing Super Smash against friends on Friday night, and whatever stage it was, I don't know, We someone picked up a power-up, and this fucking dog took up the whole screen, like, pouring at the screen. Wow. And it's just like... No one can see what they're doing. People are falling off the sides. And that's, that's the power-up. This dog just blocks everyone's view. It's like scratching at the screen. Like You're just like, what? And that's what I love about uh, Super yeah. Smash Brothers. It's just... There's so many moments where it's just bizarre, but Straight it just makes Nintendo. you smile. Yeah. You're just like, this is fucking mm-hmm. weird, but fun. Yeah. So, yeah, I've unlocked all the characters now for Smash Mode. 
So there's like six, 60 something characters. Wow. It's fucking crazy. Mm. But um, yeah, that game is really fun when you're using the two Joy-Cons or a wireless controller, like a full controller. Yeah. But when you're playing it, because I've got only the two Joy-Cons, mm-hmm. my mate came over with his two Joy-Cons so we could play four player with one Joy-Con each. But you only get one stick and four buttons instead of two sticks and eight oh, buttons. Oh, wow, yeah. So, um, like, when using a full controller, you use the right stick to do smash moves that are mm-hmm. powerful specials. Yeah. But if you're using the Joy-Con, the special button is the same as the smash button. So it's... The control configuration yeah, is really yeah. fucking confusing. And mm-hmm. I don't still... I've played it heaps, and I still don't really know how to do smash moves using a single Joy-Con. Yeah. But um, it's simple enough that it's fun still mm. with those controllers. But it'd be better to have four full controllers. Yeah. But yeah. it has up to eight players. You can play up to eight players. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, yeah. Super Smash Brothers is fucking fun. Yeah. So, I'm enjoying that a great deal. And I picked mm. up Octopath Traveler for Nintendo Switch, which is a um, sort of old school bit style graphics uh, RPG. Mm-hmm. Which... I think from when it came out, Nintendo weren't really planning for it. To, they weren't expecting it to do really well. And it ended up just selling gangbusters and they had to get... They, they had a limited run of physical copies and they sold out and people were going burko about it. Wow. So, yeah. So, I started so playing that. Good. It's okay. It's a classic sort of JRPG style. Uh, like okay, old yeah, school. Yeah. Not JRPG. Like a turn-based RPG like the old Pokemons? Uh, kind of like um, old school Final Fantasy. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. So, except the the idea of the game is that there's eight main characters and you pick which one you're going to start with and it has a special ability. Yeah. And then you go around the world to solve your story, but as you're going, you meet the other characters, they join your party. Mm-hmm. And you have to do their intro mission, their first chapter, yeah. before they get unlocked. So... Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. It's kind of weird, but mm. it's fun enough and I'm enjoying it, so oh, whatever. Yeah. Um, what else have I been playing? I think that's pretty much it. Assassin's Creed. I got a bunch of new games, but I haven't had a chance to really get into them. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, we should probably mm. start talking about what we're going to do. What for, we're looking forward to. Yeah, what we're yeah. looking forward to for 2019. Well, there are some big games that have been announced with dates, which yeah, is pretty so, cool. We're going to split this up into there's three um, categories here, I guess, for what we're most excited about for this year. So there's the games that have a release date locked in, which are pretty much all, in fact, they are all first half of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, as the months progress, there'll be a heap of stuff announced to for release around September, October, months. November, yeah. December. Mm-hmm. So we've got the ones that have got a release date already, the ones that are meant to come out in 2019, but there's no specific date, and then ones that have no date, but we're hoping yeah. for 2019. Mm-hmm. So starting with the ones that there is a date locked in. Um, well, for me, there's only a couple on here that I'm actually really keen for. You know, there's some that I'm going to play, obviously, that yeah. you know, I have to because they're good games and big yeah. big names. Um, but probably the ones that I'm most excited about, which for everybody on everyone's list, Anthem's going to be there, I think. Anthem's up there, yeah. yeah it, it looks pretty sick. The question is, is it going to be better than Destiny? Because it's it fits into the same 
sort of meld, genre yeah. or yeah. whatever mm-hmm. as Destiny. Yeah. So the squad based online only. Yeah. Shooter game. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had this conversation the other day. I mean, I think I still think Destiny is a brilliant game. Yeah. I'm not not interested in playing it anymore because, as you saw from my, uh, you know, how my last five years on the PlayStation have been. Yeah, you've I've played, played a lot like, of it. 1,500 hours of Destiny or something yeah. insane. You know, that's just not just me, but me and the kids. The thing um, that held me back on Destiny is the DLC. Mm-hmm. Destiny yeah. 1, I think I got through two batches of DLC, but then I went yeah. nowhere with it. Mm-hmm. And De- Destiny 2, they came out with the Forsaken DLC, which apparently made the game really fucking good. Yeah. But I'm just at a point where I'm like, I'm not interested in hoping that a DLC is going to make a game last more than a month yeah, for me. exactly. You know? Yeah. yeah. Or not more than a month. But, you know, like, mm-hmm. I played Destiny 2 till I'd maxed my level. Yeah. And then hit a raid, and then I was like, eh, I'm done. Yeah. So. so and, and that was the biggest issue I found with it, was forcing people to have a party of six to do a story that, yes, will earn you some cool loot yeah but not very much yeah and there's no guarantee so exactly and it takes hours and hours and hours sometimes to do those raids painfully yeah and the unfortunate part is that yes there's probably a lot of people in the world that do have that ability to get six people with the game to play it that are good enough together yeah Yeah. but not everyone does Mm. and you know it's kind of they took that idea from um, WoW, probably, yeah. where you had to do that type of thing as yeah. well. well but it's of very different. had like 40-man raids, yeah. which was fucking insane. But, but even just getting time. six people together to follow instructions and not fucking get frustrated and bail. Yeah. In exactly. today's day and age, it's like, especially on a console, I feel like people on mm. PC are more likely to put in the time. Whereas yeah. on console, it's like, ah, oh, fuck this, I'm going to bed. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It just seems like a different mentality to when mm-hmm. I used to play WoW, to playing Destiny. Even yeah. personally, I'm just like, like, I'm more likely to put in the time than nearly anyone I know. <laughs> I will, like, yeah. fucking pummel my head into the wall trying to beat a challenge. Mm-hmm. But I can understand when people are like, you know what, we've been doing this for three hours and we've gotten literally fucking yeah, nowhere. Exactly. I know we're getting close a lot, but... I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then you're just like, well, fuck. Mm-hmm. You know? And it lets people down and then no one wants to play it It again. doesn't become fun. So it's that, not fun. I hope that doesn't happen with Anthem. Yeah. The other thing is that I hope doesn't happen is it, from what I've seen of it, I don't know, I, I get this feeling that it's going to be a lot like, um, uh, what was the mech game like the mech warrior games there was two of them that have been on titanfall titanfall yeah yeah that i I don't know why i get the feeling that it's going to be like that Mm. maybe it's just because it's come from the same kind of you know well the cuts the trailers we've seen have shown the mechs not mech suits but they're like exo suits yeah yeah yeah. and um, they've done that a bit and i i think i don't know there's something about it that i just hope isn't that Titanfall yeah. was good and it had a lot of real like promise, mm. but it fell short. Yeah, both of them. I think it'll be very vastly different to that because so. of the whole open world thing. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I kind of have faith in Bioware to do good yeah. in the world design mm-hmm. and level design, but also Bioware are not who Bioware were. were. Yeah, exactly. So, 
So it it's like change. Bungie mm-hmm. just left Activision, right? Yeah. So Destiny now is entirely Bungie's baby and they can do with it whatever they fuck they want. Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh yeah, awesome. Bungie are great. But Bungie were. were great when they made Halo 3. Yeah. And like no one who made Halo 3 is still at Bungie now, yeah. pretty much. So it's completely different. Mm. And they're a completely different beast. And so, you know, anything can fucking happen. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. So I guess um, Anthem's definitely up there. For me, my number one for the beginning of the 2019, Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I'm so Saw glad. Coming. I'm just... I can't get enough of Mortal Kombat. That game is fun as fuck. Mm-hmm. And... I am just well, always enjoying it. you won't be able to play it too much with the, all the boys around now. Yeah. They won't well, be, yeah. I'll tell them to fuck off. <laughs> Let's shut the door. I'll, fat- I'll fatality. I'll Spartan kick you. Um, <laughs> For me, the other one's probably Rage 2. Oh, yeah. Um, that's definitely up there. These are yeah. all They're just all good massive. Games. Yeah. Most, there's so many games these days that are just massive open world yeah. games. Mm-hmm. And it's great. But that's why I like Super Smash Brothers because it was such a fucking change yeah. to go from Red Dead that was what I was going to say before to go from Red Dead Redemption 2 I was like oh, I'm really fatigued on gaming mm-hmm. and then I went to Super Smash which is vastly different yeah. different system different mentality in how the game was made and what the game was meant to achieve yeah. on a player level mm-hmm. just fun as fuck yeah. so yeah I kind of I guess I'm probably getting open world fatigue with open those world games fatigue because there's you so many of them. It's just about every fucking game is yeah. a massive open world game. And uh, I think the cure yeah, is to lock yourself know. in a room. I so think... you need to probably play some Resident Evil 2 remake, maybe? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no, thanks. I don't want to poo my pants. Because um, that, that one's coming out in a couple of weeks. So yeah, yeah, two pretty, weeks. I'm pretty keen for that. I've Same been... day as Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah, true. Which I'm, I've never really yeah. played the Kingdom I Hearts I played games. Kingdom Hearts... One, I think. Oh, I can't remember on the it's a long Vita? time ago. Was it on the Vita? I think they released a, a remake of it. For yeah, Vita. possibly because it had the you know the Disney characters or yeah. whatever in it. Um, and yeah, it was. I I get annoyed with the bad Japanese acting, <laughs> the over the top acting. Yeah, it, it it just annoys me a little bit too much, and I don't have the patience for it. Yeah. Um, so I didn't play a lot of it, but I do remember playing it on a flight somewhere a few years back and yeah. kind of going, yeah, this was fun, but I never really stuck with it. Ah, uh, well, there's so lots of people who are super into it. We've got other things like um, a new Metro Exodus, which that looks quite good. interesting. They're releasing a Xbox One bundle with yeah, Metro yeah, Exodus and, and the other two games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's something. Mm. Um... Then you got Far Cry. Yeah, Far Cry I'm pretty keen for, but again, open world games, so I yeah. may... And also I've got kind of got Far Cry fatigue. Yeah. Because Far Cry 5 really left me wanting more. Mm-hmm. Like, it was not what I'd wanted. Yeah. So, compared to the Feeling other ones. let down. Um, so, the actual... the One of the ones that seems to be almost going under the radar, even though it's fucking massive, The Division 2. Yeah. I loved the first Division game and mm. I played a shit ton of it and yeah. I'm very, very keen for the Division 2. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they've just announced on PC it's coming to Epic Games. Yeah, the Epic like Games the store. store instead of uh, Steam. Steam and even... I w- I'd imagine it'd 
be on the UV store as well. Yeah. But they haven't mentioned that either. Yeah. It's so, a pretty big... Um, it's a big pickup for something that isn't... They're only just starting to get going. Massive. Well, right now, store. if you're really quick, I think until uh, the first few days of February, maybe that's too long. Maybe it's the end of January. But yeah. um, the very first of the Jackbox game bundles yep. which I think is called the Party Pack yep. is free on the Epic Games Store right now yeah they're doing a thing where every two weeks they give away a different game yep. so the first one was Super Meat Boy Yep. and I think that ended on Saturday or something like that very recently mm-hmm. so the next one must be Jackbox Jackbox and then, yeah and yeah. there's another one on there as well at the moment which is a bit of a puzzler um, that is for free at the moment as well. Like nice. What happened to Jane something or other? I can't yeah. remember the, the story. So they're just trying to build up their yeah, they clientele, want to, yeah, I get guess, their base. to become a, a real contender against yeah. Steam. And Steam are doing themselves no fucking favours. Yeah. But Well, I mean, if, if you have the opportunity, jump on and grab your copy of Jackbox because whenever there's people over that aren't gamers but everyone's like got smartphones and tablets yeah. and shit these days... Grab Jackbox, it's so much fun. It yeah. really is. And you can actually play it from multiple locations. So you don't have to be in the same room. Oh, okay. Which is kind of different. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's good about the PlayLink games on PS4. Mm-hmm. Having everyone has their phone, so you can just sit there and play together. Yeah. And have fun. Um, and, and it's you not, know. you don't have to hold a dual shock and try to fucking understand, understand how, how you're using it using yeah. your phone. Yeah. Um, I guess another one worth mentioning before we move on to the next lot is Days Gone, which is the PS4 exclusive um, first party game that's that zombie one. Oh, uh, yeah. With the guy who yeah. rides around on a motorbike or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that one's kind of going under the radar as well. It seems like it almost feels like it's going to be one of those games that comes and goes. Yeah. But you never know. So I think it'll be fun. Um, I think the zombie genre is still kind of worn out after that period of time mm-hmm. a few years ago where everything was fucking zombies. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see how that goes. I'm sure it'll be at least a, like three and a half, well, four It certainly hasn't gone game. because looking at the list of other games coming, there's still some major zombie games on the mm. way. So, But I do hope that a lot of them have fallen by the wayside and yeah. it's not all zombies now. Well, that day is gone. One is the one that's like a World War Z style, like yeah. swarms of zombies coming after you thing. Yeah. Whereas, as opposed to something like The Last of Us, where there's fewer, yeah, but more fucking terrifying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Although there's yeah. something to be said for a thousand zombies chasing you True. in terms of fear. <laughs> uh, that's pretty fucking scary. So the next lot is stuff that's either got a window for 2019 or has just been said 2019. Yeah. And there, you know, there's some big ones on here again, like you got Gears 5. Yeah. Which, I don't know, I don't know how it's going to stack up because Gears 4 was okay. Mm. But in terms of the mechanics of the game, it didn't really change anything compared yeah. to the other one, which is great. You know, don't get me wrong. It is good to keep the same vein. Yeah. But when you've had a game like Gears that has been played multiple hours by many, many people over a 15-year period, yeah. you kind of want something new. You want something that's in the same vein, but a little bit redesigned. Kind of like how God of War changed yeah. the franchise. Like yeah. a kind of a rebooting of the franchise. Yeah. 
which I think is probably what it seems like that's what they're trying to do with Gears 5 mm-hmm. to mix it up that'd be good but um because it really yeah. left like number 4 left me a bit wanting as well like it didn't mm. it didn't give me the like it gave me the, kind of the the fix of what Gears was yeah. it's like okay now I remember Gears and it's great yeah just but like that all happened in the first hour, and then it just was like, Meh, same shit again. Yeah. You know, and you need to have a really strong story in games like that. I think where yeah. the, where the mechanics don't really change that much, mm-hmm. it needs to draw you in yeah. with the story, like Uncharted. Yeah, yeah. Which is yeah, exactly Uncharted. Like, mm-hmm. what's the fucking difference between Uncharted two and three? You still, it's just, still a mild platformer with yeah. ho- um, cover shooting. Mm. You know, yeah. yeah. But you, you carried through by strong performances and an interesting story so yeah yeah Yeah. so that'll be interesting Gears 5 Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is an interesting one because we don't really know anything about it Mm -hmm. the guy I think it was during the EA press conference in E3 last year they the person like sat down next to this dude and was like hey you're the fucking creative director for this new Star Wars game and he was like I can't say much but this is the name and it's going to be very cool and we were like yeah sweet um, yeah. so he yeah. said it's coming out holiday 2019 but we know nothing about it really or when the holiday is yeah because <laughs> so, there's multiple holidays yeah well it's Christmas 2019 <laughs> yeah. it's apparently supposed to line up with the release of episode 9 yeah. Even though they're different, it's just like capitalizing on the Star Wars mania yeah. at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm keen for that because Star Wars is good. <laughs> yep. And I kind of hope that it's not... Oh, it's not going to be like Battlefront. It's going to be more like a, a um, story-driven action-adventure game, I think. Yeah. I haven't really looked into it, but that's what mm. I'm hoping for. So yeah. don't take Let's my fucking word for it because I have no goddamn idea. <laughs> There's probably been more info about it since that announcement, mm-hmm. but um, I haven't read too much into it. Another one I'm very, I'm like, not crazy keen for, but I'm interested enough to be keen to play it is Skull and Bones, which is the um, the thief, Sea of Thieves kind. Yeah, of, it's the Ubisoft's. Hey, the ship fighting in Black Flag was really good. Let's just make a game all about that. Yeah, yeah. Where you have ship customization and all that kind of stuff. It's Sea of Thieves with not childish cartoony graphics, yeah. basically. Which would be interesting. I think. Yeah. So I'm pretty keen to see where that goes. It seems yeah. like... Because a lot of people really haven't been enjoying Sea of Thieves. No. Um, oh, I tried it. I, like I said in my... Um, you know the game of the year episode that was yeah. one game I was very disappointed in yeah because I, I had hopes for it and I wanted to enjoy it but yeah I never did and I tried and I tried yeah. and I, every time I was like fuck goes nowhere I feel yeah. like shit so, <laughs> my life is terrible because <laughs> of this game this game has just yeah destroyed yeah. my soul I think um there's a lot of people out there who enjoyed it but I think Skull and Bones is possibly going to be the thing that slot that meets the expectations of what some people so. were hoping Sea of Thieves would be. It's much more like, I don't know, it's more of a serious type look at that yeah. sort of, just because of the graphic style in and mm-hmm. of itself. Plus, um, it's more about, it's more like an RPG style where your character is your ship. So you're upgrading different weapons, getting different sails and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like, almost like a racing game yeah. In terms of upgrading your car, but, but it's on a the pirate ship. ship. Yeah. 
but yeah, I'm. Well, it's not I'm sounding shit so far, so let's see what happens. <laughs> I'm keen to see more of that, but that's uh, no date. But Ubisoft said 2019, so. Mm. Mm. Well, there's you know other ones like a new Wolfenstein, which should oh, be good. Fucking keen for that. That's yeah. the one with um, Bj Blazkowicz. Is it's set after Wolfenstein Two, yeah, and his twin daughters yeah, are the two characters. Right. So, so that'll be a that'll whole be interesting. New, yes, you know, kind of interest in the game new yeah. story to unravel yeah it'll be definitely really cool. be a different way of looking at it yeah. and um there's another wolfenstein game a vr game that was announced when they announced young blood yeah i can't remember exactly what it's called but it's uh it's a entirely vr wolfenstein mm-hmm. game coming as well um but for me probably i'd have to probably go with dying light 2 I love oh, yeah. Dying Light. I thought Man, that game that was, was really good. It was surprisingly yeah, it really was. fucking good. Yeah. I, I totally agree. They had that uh, gameplay trailer when they announced it, the second one, Dying Light 2, where it talked about how the world is changed by the decisions that you yeah, make. Much more of a tree and you know, there's all different ways that you can create your base and do everything yeah. is much more, I don't know, just epic. Dynamic. Yeah. 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 So I would rather than going into it now, I would suggest that if you're in, if you liked Dying Light One, you haven't seen that gameplay footage. I think it was about probably a ten minute long video where the game director. I think it was E3. They showed it, but it was like a walkthrough of you know this one section where if you made this choice in a quest, the world turned out this way, and if you made this other choice, it played out really differently. Yeah. So, different factions and yeah. all kinds of shit. It was yeah, really so well done. That so I'm looking really forward good, to that. That's a 2019 one as well. Um, the next game in the EA Originals franchise, Sea of Solitude. We saw that in E3 last year, which is... Um, it was one where... I think it's like the this little girl in a boat rowing around, and it's all about um, psychology and stuff like that. Okay. So yep. dealing with depression and all I that kind of stuff. I can't remember it, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. It kind of went under the radar because it was this little simple indie game shown mm-hmm. in EA's massive fucking yeah. press conference. But it, it, it looked quite interesting. So I'm keen mm. for that. And, um, New Doom. Yeah, Doom Eternal is meant to come out this year. And then the other two, well, actually this. All, all of these are really good, but Dreams from Media Molecule, who made Little Big Planet, we keep seeing bits and pieces of that, but there hasn't really been that much focus on it. Yeah. So I guess 2018 had God of War, Detroit Become Human, and Spider-Man as the three mm-hmm. big PS4 games. Yeah. So we've already got Days Gone locked in for the first quarter. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see what the next two games are. Yeah. If if there's another three or four big games mm. for 2019, it'll be Days Gone, hopefully Dreams, maybe The Last of Us Part Two, and Ghost of Tsushima, which are in the next section. But yeah. Control was one that was a standout reveal at E3 2018, which is from Remedy, who made Alan Wake, mm-hmm. who were always kind of tied with Xbox. Yeah. And then they said, hey, we're making this game Control, which is a lot like... Um, what was that Xbox exclusive one where you could freeze time? Quantum Break. Yeah, Quantum Break. Didn't they yeah. make that as well? I think they did. Yeah, and because mm. Control looked a lot like that using those same mechanics. Yeah. So that one's that was kind a good of game. A, I really yeah, enjoyed that. That one's kind of a one that's 
there, mm-hmm. you know, for me in terms of like, oh, I'm keen to see more of that. Yeah. And obviously the Outer Worlds, which was revealed at the Game Awards from Obsidi- oh, yeah. Obsidian Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, Obsidian made Pillars of Eternity, so I uh, am totally keen to play yeah. whatever games they make. Yeah. And they just got picked up by Microsoft, which mm. upsets me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. We'll see what happens with them. Mm. So games that obviously have been spoken about some of them for a couple of years yeah some of them we still don't know a lot about yeah and we still don't know whether they're coming this year or next year Mm. nothing's been said um but these are all massive games and to me if you haven't heard anything about these games just go and watch the trailers that have been out because there's no point us talking too much about them yeah um so i'll grab probably two that i'm most excited about obviously the last of us Two yeah. is fucking hands down one of my favourite games last year. I Us really won. hope that's this year. I do too. I think yeah. they they possibly they might hold off and release it as a PS5 launch game, but that doesn't seem like a thing that's going to happen until next year or possibly the yeah, year possibly after. The year and I don't want to wait that fucking long. Yeah, exactly. Me too. Um, and I'm really torn on what the other one would be. Um, Maybe Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, that's up there It just looks so interesting and so original and so fucking sick at the same time. Like, it just... The depth of it is, like, mind-boggling from what Mm. we've seen. It just is massive. And coming from their um, pedigree, yeah, they make fucking sick games. Yeah. So, can't deny that there is a lot of hype behind this Mm. one. And, like, I think we're... We're hoping that it's 2019, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's pushed back. Yeah. Because... It could be 2077, who knows? <laughs> Just because of their... Um, I guess their focus on making sure that the game is mm. going to be perfect before they release it. They're yeah. not beholden to mm-hmm. the same sort of factors that an EA or something is. Yeah. Where EA are like, every time you delay the game, you're pissing off your shareholders yeah. whereas CD Projekt Red seem to have this sort of mentality of we don't give a fuck we mm. will release this when it's ready yeah. because we don't want to put out a game that's shit and requires patching before exactly. it's good mm-hmm. so Cyberpunk 2077 is definitely up there for me yeah. as well um, it's hard to pick out of all of these like mm. Death Stranding I don't even still really understand anything about that game mm. um, I feel like it might even be a game that I don't even really get that interested in. Well, I watched Bird Box the other day. Yeah. And this... I was watching it just going, fuck, I've seen something about this movie before. Yeah. Death Stranding. Yeah. There is a lot of similarities between it. It's like this unknown thing that you can't really acknowledge is there, but you have to and you need to know that it's there. Yeah. And not look at it or you die. You know, kind of <laughs> fucked up stuff like that. Like, yeah. there's something weird that really clicked with me watching Bird Box. I was like, fuck, that's that game that, you know, just yeah. looks sick. I still, so, I, I don't know, it seems, it's so nebulous to me. I really don't understand what the game is, even, yeah. or what it's about, yeah. or anything. Everything just seems like a hodgepodge of shit thrown together mm-hmm. to just... It's. It almost seems like it's specifically aiming to be confusing. Yeah. Which just yeah. annoys me. Mm-hmm. And um, I know Kojima's 
sort of past games people have been very fucking into them like Metal yeah. Gear I never really got into the Metal Gear games I played the first one a lot because yeah. there wasn't that much on PS1 or 2 yeah. you know but that was a good game for that you know it used the system really well so I enjoyed that yeah but I haven't played a lot of them since yeah, I don't know. There's there's definitely a massive following for Kojima games, mm-hmm. but I've never really been into them. And Death Stranding almost seems frustratingly nebulous, like I said. Yeah. So, well, it does we'll seem see... like your point saying that it's a lot of shit put together. Yeah, from watching the video on it, the release trailer, like gameplay thing, mm. it does seem that way. And it seems like there's a lot of ideas that he's taken from movies, and. I got the feeling watching it that it was very much like a lot of movies that I've seen and that yeah. I've really liked. Yeah. Like um, The Book of Eli. Yeah, um, just like just throw you for a fucking loop. Yeah, just walking through wasteland for days, you know, and just killing people that try to touch your shit. You know? Yeah. Like, um, that was kind of the basis of that and that looks like there's a lot of that in this game. Yeah. But I hope it's not too soul draining that there there isn't much in it yeah because I find that I really know. boring it, it just needs to be have a good driver and a good pace I still yeah I just don't know what it is and yeah. I've seen and I feel like talking about it we're just kind of guessing yeah still. exactly so that's but so it's true. definitely a high profile game that's coming and we mm-hmm. don't know so it's on this list yeah Beyond Good and Evil 2 is another massive yeah. one but um that one I wouldn't be surprised if it's not out this year because it seems like it's so massive. It does. And yeah. the the way that they're doing it using community input and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it, it worries me because it's like, how long is the piece of string? Yeah. You know, like it could morph into something totally different. Yeah. You know? By and the time we see it. Yeah. The final so version. So I'm a bit worried about that. I, it, it um, reminds me quite a lot of when Watch Dogs was first announced and everyone was like, wow, that looks fucking awesome. And yeah. yes, the final game was really good, but we waited like two years mm. after it was announced and everyone was like, that's too fucking long to wait. Yeah, you is. can't announce a game yeah. two years before. Mm-hmm. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. And so Beyond Good and Evil 2, I can understand because people have been asking for it for ages, mm-hmm. but it also falls into that almost like Final Fantasy 7 remake thing where people are like, yes, we're so keen for this. Please do it. Mm-hmm. Then they're like, we're doing it. And then they're like, oh, you just got to wait a bit, yeah, longer, a exactly. bit longer. And it gets to the yeah. point where you're just like, oh, well, I'm sick of waiting for this. Yeah, I'm not going to wait anymore. What else is there? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, but that looks really fucking cool, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's not this year. And Ghost of Tsushima? Yeah. Tsushima? Yeah. That looks pretty fucking cool. For a game about samurais made mm. entirely by white people, yeah. <laughs> I guess. I know. Yeah. Um, but the the gameplay footage that they showed of that at E three looked really fucking cool and mm-hmm. beautiful. So if you didn't see the trailer from that from E three, I would look into Definitely that. Definitely go and have a look. But I think that's probably second half of twenty nineteen. We'll see that. Yeah, yeah. If and, at all um, this year. Yeah. But then you got Age of Empires four, which no. is it seems like. Because they released the definitive edition or whatever of Age of Empires 1, yeah. which is basically a remaster. So it seems like they're just capitalizing on that IP that they've had sitting there for a long time. Yeah, which has been untouched for a long time. Yeah. You know, these games go back a long, long mm. time. So, 
see what happens with from that. a nostalgia point of view that's probably going to be pretty big yeah and hopefully and, on its own rights it's a fucking great game yeah well I hope so because I, I haven't played a game like that in a long time yeah you know like the last the last time I even played a, a Civ game would have been a long time ago yeah I haven't even looked at the last two I don't think there's um, a big difference between Civilization and Age of, Age of Empires, Empires as well. yeah I know because yeah. Age of Empires was like a real time it was almost mm-hmm. more like Starcraft yeah, or Warcraft true. than it was like Civ, which but is that kind of strategy games, game. Just I don't know, I haven't done that mm. kind of thing for a long time. So. so that's why, yeah, that's another reason why I'm pretty keen for it. And yeah. the last one is not a console game, but a mobile game, which I put on the list because I'm a massive Harry Potter fan and I'm really keen to see what they can do with it. Because so it's um, Harry Potter Wizards Unite which is from Niantic who made Pokemon Go and when Pokemon Go was first announced I was really interested in that as well because I was like wow this is a really cool sort of the way the AR Mm. you know the AR sort of gameplay of moving around the real world to play this game which is the same as what Harry Potter Wizards Unite is supposed to be where you're going around and casting spells and doing shit by Mm -hmm. AR on your phone so um, I don't really play Pokemon Go that much. I reinstalled it recently after I got Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu for Switch. Mm-hmm. But you have to get like halfway through the fucking game before you can link up your Pokemon Go oh, to wow. Let's Go. Yeah. So I was like, well, fuck. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to bother walking around playing Pokemon Go. But exactly. there's so many people who are playing, playing it all it. the fucking yeah. time now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty keen for the Harry Potter one. Yeah. I've been re-listening to the books on audiobook, uh, on Audible, mm-hmm. and they—it's been a really long time since I listened to the audiobooks or read the books, and yeah. I've seen the movies a lot of times since then, and the books are just vastly different to the to the movies, yeah, um, and really fucking awesome. But having said that, I watched. Um, speaking of Harry Potter movies, I watched Crimes of Grindelwald, the Fantastic oh, Beasts yeah. one. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, I thought it was good, but I felt like it was almost trying too hard. Mm. Like, it's almost like a crutch. There's entire scenes devoted to just like, hey, look how cute this weird little creature yeah, is. Yeah. Where it doesn't push forward the plot at all. It's mm-hmm. just sort of fan service. Yeah. And I was just like, fuck off. Mm-hmm. The The subject matter of that movie is so dark. Yeah. And then they have these weird sort of scenes Happy that moments. make no fucking sense. And mm. you're just like, well, that's weird. Mm-hmm. And there was also a lot of characters in that movie yeah, that didn't was. need to be there. Yeah. That I thought where they were, the the dude from the first one who's not a wizard and oh, his yeah. girlfriend, mm-hmm. they could have been not included, yeah, exactly. and it wouldn't have changed the movie yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. He was really good for comic relief in the first one, but in the second one, it was just, it felt really forced. Yeah, it did. They were yeah. just like wedging him in in scenes, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, why? just don't do mm-hmm. that. There's no explanation for even really why he's there except for being mind controlled by his yeah. ex. But well, there's that no might change for... in the next movie too, because yeah. she went off with them. Yeah, and he obviously can't. Yeah, because um, they want him dead. Yeah, because mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a mogul. Yeah, um, yeah. But so we'll see what happens with but it. So this is a gaming podcast, not a movie yeah, podcast. Exactly. But I just thought I'd yeah. share my thoughts on that. Well, speaking of things that we've seen recently, I did go and see Aquaman. Yeah. Um, very disappointing movie to me <laughs> yeah like totally like maybe a two and a half out of a hundred like ten yeah <laughs> no it would be a one on 
a one drop bear for me. I really didn't enjoy it. Yeah. Multiple times I sat there rolling my eyes. Other times I was looking at my watch going, fuck, can it still be going? Yeah. I thought the movie was about to finish like three times and it didn't. I fucking hate that. Yeah. So I was getting really pissed off with it. There was another movie I saw recently that was like that and I was just like, fuck me. Mm. Um, I saw Wreck-It Ralph 2. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of gaming related. Mm -hmm. Well, it's very gaming related. I didn't mind that. That was pretty good I thought it was good. Um, but then I saw How to Train Your Dragon 3 The Hidden oh, yeah. World mm-hmm. and that was a movie where I was just like fuck can this end yeah <laughs> so I saw a, a thing for it the other day it was like a you know how they have the little ads that are just like a miniature animation about the movie yeah and then it has a review mm-hmm. and it was like news.com.au or something giving it 5 out of 5 whoa and I was like that movie is fucking not a five out of five movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's just trying to jam romance down your throat of yeah. like these two dragons falling in love at the same time as Hiccup and his fucking missus oh, okay. are trying to like have their relationship, and it's just weird, hot trash, and mm-hmm. makes not a lot of sense. Yeah. So well, I'm really yeah. excited because about two days ago. Um, on Hulu from the US yeah um, uh, Future Man season 2 started so right. it all dropped at one time yeah um, I I loved Future Man 1 and I watched all of it it's about a I guy I have no idea what this is it, it's about a, a kid who played a computer game and he was really really good at it kind of like the um, <clears throat> the last Starfighter or whatever it was oh, called yeah. um, he was so good at it he ended up beating the game he's the only person to ever beat the game and then these two warriors from the future arrive and say, dude, you know, you're a warrior. You know, this is our um, tool for, you know, trying to find new fighters and stuff yeah. like that. And, and he's just best. like a nerdy kid. That, yeah. You know, but it's such a brilliant game, like such a brilliant story so, in it. Yeah. Um, so stupid as well. Like the two people from the future are really, really dumb. Um, you know, they've grown up as warriors to be warriors yeah. but they have no other social skills or intelligence really yeah um so it's just really dumb things happen through the whole first season and now the second season's just started and they're in the future so they're in their time but it's a different reality because they achieved their goal yeah from the first one so they changed the timeline but it still fucked everything up. So now they're in their future timeline and everything's fucking weird. And, um, yeah, but it's very, very good. If you, if you do like computer games and you like weird, silly, like there's a couple of, a, a fair few times where you actually really laugh out loud at yeah. the stupid shit that's happening. Yeah. I enjoy stupid movies and you know, yeah. stuff like that, but this takes that kind of stuff to the nth degree. And it's, gory and graphic as fuck in some parts yeah like one of the future soldiers like the the enemy kind of comes back and they're like a biotech kind of thing um yeah so they look like us and act like us but they're, Terminator. they're better yeah yeah um gets stabbed in the neck with a, a high heel so they're in like they're interrogating this thing and then finally they get the information they want so they pull that out and its head explodes all over the bedroom Brutal. kind of thing. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. Like, some of the stuff that's in it is, like, really, really hardcore. Yeah. And you just go, whoa, that's full on. Um, like, just to make an example out of it, one that I watched this morning, a, a guy gets attacked by one of these future soldiers, and he ends up using its own weapon to cut its arm off. 
and then goes in and makes a point saying, you know, this person sent these guys to kill me and look, here's my proof. I've, I've chopped its arm off. Yeah. And the chick just looks at him and goes, so what? That could mean anything. And he goes, what do you think? I just go around chopping people's arms off for fun. Yeah. And she goes, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, you got a point there. Actually, I probably could have come up with a better reason. <laughs> it's like, holy fuck. What kind of show is this? It's so weird. But definitely worth trying to get your hands on because yeah. it's fucking hilarious nice one yeah nice one all right well that's, that's pretty it. much it that's the end of the episode geared yeah. up there's a probably going to be as per usual there's going to be some huge announcements as the year goes on and probably games that are going to come out this year that we don't even know exist yeah so so we're yeah. looking forward to that and we'll cover it all and you can hear about the games that we've spoken about today and this year hopefully some maybe next year but yep. as they come out we'll definitely let you know about them and give our reviews mm-hmm. and hopefully me having a baby in the next couple of days is not going to affect disrupt us, us too exactly. much but uh, but if you have any games that you've been waiting for or you want to talk about or you want us to talk about you can send them to podcast at dropbeargaming.com that's every time <laughs> just, works every time just hit us up <laughs> do it all right, peace out, and we'll be in your ears holes later. Yeah, thanks for listening. <laughs> See, See ya. ya.